Xenophobia is dictionary.com word of the year. Oh. <laughs> Tiger Woods duct tapes up his back and his back. And my Giants are eight and three, but they could be three and eight. This is Sports Without Balls. Holy cow! Oh my God, people of the universe, Sports Without Balls is back, uh, episode 147. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I did not record last week because I was eating, uh, and I, uh, I, 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 I couldn't, I was just eating. Uh, we are back in All Things Comedy Studio. We got Aaron on the other hot mic. Go Cards. All kinds of we've got some, you know we're gonna we're gonna squeeze in some baseball news just for you Aaron yeah uh, people on the move people on the move people getting money people getting paid one ten million Ugh. we'll get back to that uh, allthingscomedy.com thank you as always for hosting sports without balls uh, great podcast uh, uh, great stand up comedy soft great t shirts uh, we are we are in NCAA football heaven. Uh, and Hell. I can't think of a better person to be on my right. I, I hit my head and have, don't have her back every week. Uh, this woman is just a fantastic all around, I don't know, uh, all around host, comic actor, Georgia Bulldog alum, NCAA football fanatic, jackass of all trades. Jackass of all trades, Erica yes. Renee Davis. What? Oh, thank you for the um, sound effect uh, that I didn't get. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate that. Oh, my God. The studio is alive. We're in front of a live studio <laughs> audience. Listen, uh, we are in NCAA um, yeah. hell. I think it's heaven. It's a, it's a fucking nightmare. Can I say that fucking? Probably not. Just one more time, because it's uh, this <laughs> podcast is geared for children on between 8 and 10. 10-year-olds, hey, don't say the F word. Are uh, with hearing problems. <laughs> um, I, I think it's heaven because it's... Um, here, here's why I like it so much. Uh, if you are not a fan of NCAA football, uh, this is because uh, I know people uh, listen to the show. They're uh, fans of all kinds of stuff or maybe just one sport or they just like uh, listening to me for an hour. Be, be a complete idiot. Um, but NCAA football uh, heating up, heating, heating up. And given the state of the world mm -hmm. and every horrible story, it's just fun to debate between who's in the top four? It is the top eight, the top twenty-eight. The, let me tell. Let me say this: um, we're having a little um, off-air conversation. The CFP. We're now in the third year of the college football playoff structure. This is the the structure that followed up the BCS, and everyone thought, "Oh, the BCS sucks. The BCS is geared towards helping the SEC schools get in." But now the CFP, uh, the CFP, is just as flawed as the BCS. Do you think it is just as flawed? Um, I think it's just as flawed. We're seeing. I think the first two years um, were a lot less flawed than they are now, but because we have literally three Big Ten teams, Ohio State. Michigan, oops, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn yeah. State, and if you want to throw Wisconsin in there, who all could deserve to be in the top four. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not a Big Ten girl. Um, again, I'm an SEC girl, SEC East girl. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I have my my conference is down as yeah we're down the dumps. Well, here's here's what I'm going to say so now. I care less. My uh, my knowledge and expertise in uh, NCAA football is um, uh, average okay. at best. Uh, but but I I do think the college football playoff is swimmingly better than pulling two teams out of uh, 40 people's butts and going, this is it. So at least you get a better chance of ultimately, in quotes, getting the winner. Um, But Mm. uh, because just simply four is better than two. However, asterisk scroll down. Asterisk scroll all the way down. I think it's difficult when we're debating. I think there should be a clear set of rules. Um, as far as now we've got mm. debates, Big Ten, cha- like a champ, a conference champion or eyeball test or strength of schedule. And, you're, and so you're almost going back to these reasonings yep. of the BCS. Yep. For the top for the four. for the top four for CSP. And so I don't know enough. I, I admittedly I don't know enough that whoever's you know th- this team of people that are creating the top four. It seems to me, from an outside perspective, that let's say I'm just picking a number. Let's say you have 20 people deciding. Okay. In which I'd have to fact check how many people decide. Um, Carol, get on it. Okay. I forgot about we gotta be, Carol. We have to be really encouraging. Carol. She had a really tough Thanksgiving. She had a really tough year, she actually. She did. She actually had to kill uh, her own bird this year and <laughs> had a little bit of a muck-up with the uh, with the turkey. Uh, a little bit of a, oh, well, she's got an eye patch on. Anyway, uh, but I would, you know, is it like 10 people are going eyeball, the other 10 are like, we want a conference champion? It just seems like it's so confusing. It's it's even more confusing, again, because you have four Big Ten teams who all can state a very solid case for why they should be in the top four. And then you have an Ohio State team who's most likely is not even going to drop out of the top four, but who's not even playing in their conference championship game. And then yeah. you have um, the Big 12 conference, which is a power conference, that doesn't. They're have, not even being considered. Well, well, one, they don't have a um, a conference championship anymore, and so Big Twelve doesn't have a conference. And the reason they they used to, but the reason they don't have one now is because the Big Twelve actually only has ten teams, and so the rule is with FBS is that you have to have twelve teams in your conference well, to have a conference championship. Big Twelve is like Oklahoma, Baylor, Oklahoma, Texas. Whole, yeah, 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 yeah. They don't. So they don't have. I thought. I'm sorry. I thought Oklahoma playing Oklahoma State well, was see, the championship. The schedulers for the Big 12 were very sneaky and smart to schedule this game the the weekend of conference championships where the average person is thinking, oh, this must be their conference championship. But it's not. They don't have a conference championship game. But to the people who are making the decisions, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State playing this weekend is keeping them at the top of mind and in the conversation, even though this is not a conference championship game. So I guess... To put it in a nutshell, the CFP is as convoluted as the BCS because people are saying, well, look at how many Big Ten teams are in the top eight. We should have an eight-team playoff. But I say this. <laughs> these football players go to school to, quote-unquote, get a degree, but not really. Like, they go to school to make billions of dollars for these yeah 
academic institutions. And I love football and sports next more than the next person. But if you add an eight-team or a 16-team playoff, then that pulls even more away from the opportunity for these guys to actually go to class. And it really does become oh, more about money. Agree. And if you're going to make them play another game or another game, can, depending on how much you expand the playoff, then you really have to seriously consider paying these athletes and not making oh. this amateur football, but making yes. it... Yes, you know, semi. And also, they're under. I was thinking as I was uh, literally in my sweats eating cereal, watching the Michigan uh, Ohio State game. Lucky at charms. 9 Lucky charms. Raisin bread. Oh, uh, just a little bit more iron. <laughs> uh, and I, I was like, this is awesome. I'm watching two teams. I don't care who wins. Yeah. However, I never. I'm not like. I, you know, it, when you, we, I say this over, we, when you don't have a team in, then you go down to a list of like, do you like the coach? Do you like the players? Is there a feel good something? I like performing in Columbus, so I was edging towards Ohio State. I don't like Harbaugh. I think he's a giant, giant baby in a pair of khakis. Uh, and so I was kind of cheering for Ohio State, but then I was just like, I'm, I, then I was like sort of cheering for Michigan because Michigan was dominating that game. Except for the interception. Anyway, so the whole point is, uh, let's go back and we'll talk about that game specifically. But this whole playoff system, uh, I agree. It's 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 basically it's almost as convoluted as as the BCS. Yeah, I just like it a little bit better because it gives me a, a couple more schools a little bit of opportunity. I like the four playing one. I like the play two playing three. It, it just feels like at least at least it's not a room. Of people guessing. It's real too. cute like in theory, but hold on, Aaron. Don't forget with the BCS, we tend to forget that there there was like some kind of computer algorithm involved that helped. So there there were people like actual real people involved in helping make that make those decisions. Yeah, but, but one year, but people didn't go to like fireballing each other for the top two. This is true, but at least with the top two, there are fewer reasons for you to bitch about why your team isn't in the top two. Now you have four, and everyone's like, well, shit, I'm, I'm, my team is five. <laughs> we should be number four. My team is now, six. It's always going to be, be that way if there's no standings, if there's no... But here's the thing. It's fun to talk about because I agree with you, though. Like, expanding it to six, paying to eight, we're just going to have this conversation right. of seven and eight trying to get in six. Like, right. four, okay, fine. The whole thing is, it's not... It's so random, and it's... It, I, I understand the problem because it's collegiate, it's not pros, and you can't have standings and people going across the country. Like, like I get the divisions and all that, but there's no equal way to d determine if, uh, you know, Oklahoma is better than Penn State if they don't play, play each they other. They don't play right? each other, yeah. So it's always going to be this list of, uh, they play that team and they play that team, and, they, and, and right. on any given day, any team can win. I agree. Except for maybe Alabama, uh, yeah. New England Patriots. If you're playing Alabama. Yeah, you're like, oh, you're fucked. You're done. Uh, yeah. But so I agree not, not expanding. Um, but I, I do think that it's fun. I've, I've gotten myself really fired up uh, in a fun way talking about if Penn State no, I don't care about anything. If I don't have a team, right? So, if, but it, I it's thought you were going to adopt Georgia. I thought we had this conversation. I, like you know, two listen, years ago. I have a, I have, I have a sweet spot for Georgia because of you. Mm. Uh, but I, they didn't. I didn't. I haven't. I haven't. Rebuilding. Seen yeah. Rebuilding. Re re totally. Totally yeah. rebuilding. Okay. Yeah. No. Sure. I mean. Uh, you know. I have a an emotional <laughs> and physical stake in New York Giants, and I always say we're rebuilding. Uh, 
But I do think it's fun now when you write when you watch those big games, then you totally get into the big games. Like, you know, I watched uh, we'll talk about Michigan, Ohio State. Just uh, uh, Brenton, if you want to do you want to grab the uh, uh, mic? This is our, our good buddy of the show, uh, Brenton Biddlecombe, fantastic stand up comic. And uh, he helps promote all the uh, all the podcasts at All Things Comedy. And he was jumping in uh, earlier before. And I was like, save it, save all this goodness. But. Uh, let's just talk about the Michigan yes. uh, Ohio State game because it was so, it was really really early uh, fun to watch. Early. It was fun to watch early in the morning for us. It was nine a.m. and I loved every second of it. <laughs> uh, but I do think you know. Let's talk about this first. Uh, Harbaugh. Now listen, I, I I'm not his biggest fan, but him getting all the flack in the post game conference, screaming about the refs, like knock yourself out. Like you know. Those plays, every single one he mentioned, they legitimately could have gone either way. But yeah. you, but but you have to like have a certain you know amount of respect for the officiating, even if you disagree. Like they hold players in the pros to the same standard. Like you can't get on the podium or the dais and bash the refs. You can, yeah, but at a very well, you get a price. fine. Yeah, maybe he's trying to like you know be supportive to his players. Players love that when the coach is like f Jerry and that whistle, <laughs> you know. Uh, which I don't think actually has ever everyone said F Jerry and that whistle. It just it flew out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, but I do think like the whole time you're watching uh, you're you're watching him talk about the calls and stuff. You think uh, the quarterback did throw two interceptions uh, within fifteen. And he fumbled on the goal line. And he fumbled and on he the goal fumbled line. On the goal line. I, I just was like, yeah. I, I think that would probably be the reason why he lost the game. Yeah. yeah. He threw the interception. Well, one was a one was a pick six, right? And the other one was the within the, the three line yard line. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I feel like those. I think Michigan for sure outplayed them. And then I thought, well. Since I don't have a big stake in it, I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't mind if Michigan won because they're outplaying them. But then those mistakes. But I did. I did. I did feel this way when they went into overtime. Um, JT Barrett. It looked like he woke up, got some smelling salts, beginning right. of the fourth. And I thought going into overtime, as much as I don't think JT Barrett's going to do anything really in the NFL, I would want him on an overtime starting from the thirty because you just don't know the dude is capable really of anything on yep. any given play. He's he is. Um, I th- <laughs> Ohio State's quarterbacks for the past three years, though, have just been these multifaceted, all-around yeah. athletes. Like you can just close your eyes and pick one, pick one, pick one. Oh, you're yeah. you're fantastic. That's kind of what JT Barrett is. What is that? It's is a that- stupid door alarm. It goes off all the time. <laughs> oh, I thought like a car was backing up into the studio, so it's just the door alarm. <laughs> We're okay. Uh, t- who did you did you have uh, did you pick one or have a favorite? Or? I was pulling for Michigan. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. because. You know, I don't like Harbaugh. Yeah. Why do you guys but not like also, Harbaugh? Why? It, and no, it's not really even his fault. <laughs> it's the media's made him out to be like this figure, and he plays the part. Yeah. So they don't have to cut to him when he's screaming at a ref. They don't have to focus on his khaki pants, but they choose to. And now he's like this yeah. celebrity instead of just a coach. But he is undeniably no, a, an oh amazing my God, phenom- coach. He's a phenomenal coach. I yeah. never, undeniable. I don't. I honestly just don't like the way he goes about it. But I would never sit here. I literally say this to people when they ask me about Harbaugh, which barely maybe just happens on the show. Uh, <laughs> people stop me in the streets. They're like, Aaron, how do you, how do you feel about Jim Harbaugh? Uh, but I always say, not a fan. However... The, the dude the dude will have Michigan winning a national championship oh, God, in a matter yeah. of years. Mm-hmm. Everywhere he's gone, Stanford, Fortnite, like the the dude is a phenomenal coach. And I think his players 
really like I think they really like him. him. Yeah. It's just the screaming and the yell. Like I just I don't mind never I'm but for me I'm just never a fan of that. I'm a fan of that because think about think about your parents growing up. Like your parents in the grocery store or like at church were all nice, Aaron, yes, come hold my hand, but you you know, you act up, you get in the car. Aaron, get your ass in that seat. Like (laughs) it's like your parents turn it off and on. Like I wouldn't want someone judging my parents because of how they treated me when they wanted me to be disciplined. And I feel like we see coaches in their element disciplining and coaching up their players to become better men and better athletes. Mm -hmm. So I don't mind the Bobby Knights and the throwing of the chairs and the cursing and getting in your face because that's what wins championships. Like what doesn't win championships is being a pansy like my old coach at UGA, Coach Rick, and being a I'm trying to watch my language. Being a, a wallflower, like that that doesn't yeah. that doesn't that doesn't put a fire in your players' behinds. Like yeah, it needs to. So yeah, I think it's just. I, I think I'm all for player abuse. I think. <laughs> I just think he's he's just not for me. He just okay. leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I just think he's t- so arrogant and all the antics on the sidelines. It's just just not for me. That's just because the media is showing you that. Like they talked about him picking his nose for a week after it, it happened. Yeah, I don't. I don't listen to like that's just garbage to me. I don't care about any of that stuff. <laughs> but you know what I mean? They were talking about that on Sports Center. Uh, well, that's a stupid story to cover on Sports Center. I'll, yeah, I'll defend Harbaugh all all day long on like that him. stuff. He I'm, could he could be more yeah. like his brother though. John doesn't yell like that. And, oh, look and how he's look a great how, coach. And look how the Ravens yeah. are doing. Not well. He, well, might, he won we, a Super Bowl. I know that was years ago. That yeah. was years ago. He still won the Super Bowl. But you know what I mean? It's just style. It's just opinion and style. But of course, I would never. I would never translate that as like the guys a crappy coach. Like the guy's just a phenomenal yeah, coach is. it's just not my it's just not my cup of tea i just like he just i'm just like oh here we go again harbaugh with the with the clip and then i'm just like oh god i've and then you look at urban meyer like i don't know for you know it's not like he's not the end all be all i just like the way he you know handles himself so a he's bit like more, my favorite all. person <laughs> Just, just let it be known, Harbaugh's. Not, I mean, not Harbaugh, but Urban Meyer. Yeah. Because I mean, of course, he, he coached at Florida, so all things Florida. I. Oh, just, that's right. That's right. I, I hate Florida, that. Dad, all comes back to the Gator Nation. It does, but also, I feel I'm feeling some kind of way about Meyer because I I think that when Tim Tebow left and he saw that his window of opportunity, his talent on, as like a roster was diminishing, then he all of a sudden started having heart problems. Oh my and, God! And now I'm wow, sick. you heard it here, so, Erica Urban Meyer, you faked heart. <laughs> problems <laughs> right. to get out of your decreasing talent pool. That's what he did. And then Holy he, shit. And then look, a year and a half later, he's at Ohio State. Wow. All he does is win there now, but that's how that worked out. Just look at the timeline. I'm, yeah. I'm not telling a lie. Yeah. Not to mention Urban Myers had, what was it, like 23, 24 players that got arrested while he was at Florida? Thank you. And one of them's in jail for murder? Oh, oh yeah. I forgot I'm about not, that. Yeah, m- maybe he needs to throw some clipboards because it is what happened on his watch down there. Right, but right. But even this, like, I was reading this today. Now, I keep my eye on Baylor a little bit more because my sister is a professor there. She Ooh. just got hired like two years ago as an English professor, and she doesn't know... She wouldn't know if Baylor football was playing if it was in her living room and she can see the stadium, right? She is absolutely like I texted her. I said, oh, you know, uh, they, you know, they did so well because a cupcake games, the term you taught me. Um, So anyway, it's not like I'm cheering for, you know, Baylor, but like I'll cheer for Baylor because Tara's, you know, works there, whatever. And then that horror, all these horrible stories. And I'm like, oh God, this is terrible. God, she just goes there and all this happens. But you know what happens? Sexual harassment, you know, every campus, I'm just saying. But like this morning, 
the athletic director of Baylor just mm. got hired by Liberty, and he's like, and the and the whoever hired him, it was like, this is a you know a great Christian school, and we want to bring it back to like how the Mormons feel about BYU and how the blah blah. And I literally was like, a great Christian school, like he literally on his watch, yeah. Let God knows how many players just assault whoever the fuck they wanted. Assault, yo, at a great Christian school. Li- literally, fuck that's, where they wanted. That's who yeah. you're gonna. That's who you're yeah. gonna hire. I literally was like, "All righty, here we go. Good luck with that." Um, all right, let's get really specific. Uh, who do we think at at four o'clock uh, our mm. time, seven o'clock? Who will they keep uh, one through four, and then we'll do a scenario of uh, people beating who. A ban- Bama, obviously. Like, there's yeah. just like, yeah. sky's blue. Bama's one. Bama, Ohio State. Ohio State's two. Clemson, sure. three still? Clemson's th- three, and then probably Washington State gets back in. Washington. Or Washington. Washington, yeah. 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 <sighs> uh, so Michigan drops out. Michigan, Michigan drops out. Definitely they, dro- they can't be in the done. top four with two losses. No way. Uh, no way. And also, I, I watched the Washington Washington State game yeah. until it became a blowout, mm-hmm. uh, and I was surprised. I was surprised uh, a little bit. I thought Washington State was going to give them a fight. And, and it was a rivalry game too, so you expect yeah, more the of Apple those Cup. Yeah. The only reason why I know some of this is because my ex was at Washington State, so I, I was watching a lot more Washington State. So whenever they're on, um, even though we don't speak personally because uh, she broke my heart and then stomped on it with her heel uh, I do still cheer for Washington State because her, you know she is um, anyway that's too long of a story you're good at uh, I'll, uh, I'll be like I'll Washington go. State lose every game <laughs> no because I, her family's great and I know it means so much to them so I'm like alright I'll, I'll cheer for Washington State you're a good person um, but so I was a little bit disappointed in that but the week before I watched Colorado Washington State mm-hmm. thinking okay I'm cheering for Washington State and full-on fell in love with that Colorado team. The amount of feel-good stories in that Colorado team, just because they were talking about it the entire... Like, they're all seniors. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, and 89. They banded together. There's not an all-star in the group. I was, like, tearing up. I wound up going, I'm cheering for Colorado. So now I'm cheering for Colorado over Washington. I'd like to see yes. them in... If they win, they'll be in the Rose Bowl, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm all in with Colorado. I mean, and the thing with Colorado and teams like that, even though they're a, well, I mean, a rising force in the Pac-12, that Colorado is not going to be like a UCLA or a USC or a Bama where you go, you're like a one, well, two and done now in college football. That's why that's why they're together for four years. Because, yeah. Because I mean, they're not really a force with which to be reckoned, so they don't have a choice but to stay together. I think <laughs> this is spoken with a real SEC chip on your shoulder. <laughs> this is really like I'm sorry, you're not in the powerhouse, Colorado. <laughs> Colorado could get back there, but they still it is one of these programs. I think I think it was like Russell and Cannell. Is that their yeah? Cannell oh, Russell, yeah, yeah, Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were talking about like how. Yeah, you just like you always you're 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 you always go to the big name teams like you're always like, oh, well, you know, if that gets in, that gets in. And then, you know, obviously this is, you know, a week before all the conference championships. But uh, I'll watch I'm going to watch the uh, it's uncanny because I have like an eight o'clock show on Friday. So I can only get like an hour and a half of that Colorado. Isn't it annoying when your career is yes. just really competes with your uh, football. And then I'm doing a five thirty show on Saturday for like a downtown women's shelter. Cause I'm 
I support my ladies. See, oh, is that but the it's women smack in, comedy in the middle fest? of the two conference champions. Why do you schedule anything like that on football Saturday? I didn't even think about it because I'm always like, you know, uh. Sunday football. But now I've been watching. You know, the last couple of weeks I get really into yeah. the, the the college. But I'll tape everything, whatever. Uh, but so, all right, let's do let's do predictions. Let's do all right. Let's do Penn State, Wisconsin. I have saw Penn State play once. I haven't seen Wisconsin play all year. Um, Penn State wins. No, I say Wisconsin. Mm. What's the, do we know the spread on that? Uh, Thirty-six. Oh, awesome. Uh, <laughs> no idea. Uh, so, all right. So I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with Penn State. Okay. Uh, just because it would be fun to see everybody squirm if Penn State beats Wisconsin. Uh, then what do you do? That's why I just like I, people are going to be losing their minds. That's why I'm cheering for Penn State. But uh, I really like Wisconsin just based on the comedy club in in Madison. Okay. Uh, they didn't. The rest of the state did not vote properly. They did um, not. But I won't hold it against them. Do. I love Madison. I love comedy club on state. Um, but if Penn State beats Wisconsin, uh, which makes me giddy, mm-hmm. is, is it going to be the? It's going to be uh, just so fun to watch Ohio State. Fans I, have nervous breakdowns. I don't think Penn State would would still get in because they, they have two losses, and they lost to Michigan bad. They it did. wasn't it wasn't a close game. It was like a thirty five point game or something. So, it was a lot. So they'll choose that over the the conference champion. That's the argument that they can say yeah. is Ohio State has one loss, one loss, and then Clemson has one loss or two losses, just one. Clemson, Clemson has one. So Clemson, so yeah, and then Washington has one loss, and they'll and if, yeah. if they State, win, if, if Penn they State win. makes the argument, we beat Ohio State. They can say, well, Ohio State beat Michigan. And you lost to Michigan yeah. by 40 points. But like, if you let's just say you're a Penn State football player, right? You beat Ohio State, you win your conference, and you still don't get in. Then that that has got to be a you, bitter you pill to swallow. Lost the games that you thought didn't matter earlier in the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that does count too. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. And and you have two losses because Michigan has yeah. more of an argument still I, I where they know. lost the last game of the year. And it was very close in double overtime on the road. But oh. they have two losses. If but you're Penn going State by losses. would also have two losses. Yeah, Penn State has two losses. Oh, so I'm saying, saying Penn State lost to weaker opponents earlier in the year. Yeah. And Although, though, that kind of pisses me off because back in the day, we gave people credit for losing early and getting better as the season progressed. Perfect example. Everyone is riding USC's nuts so hard because they've gotten so good as the year's gotten better. But yet you have, I don't know, I don't know who Penn State lost two games early, but they've stayed consistently fantastic towards the end of the year. But now we're saying, oh, you lost two games early. Well, back in the day, if you lost two games early, we accepted that. So like, which is it? Like, I I hate the CFP. But I'm saying it, it, Michigan's it Michigan's loss is much better than Penn State's loss. I agree with you. I agree with you, but it was still a late loss. But like, it's so ridiculous. It's still a late loss. That, that, but I, I see what you're saying. This is part of the equation. It's so ridiculous. Like It's just funny to me that the B, B, BCS, everyone's just like, this is the worst thing I on the planet. And then they're like, CFP, they're like... This is now becoming the worst thing on the planet. Like, right. it's the same. Right. We're literally having the same conversations. Yeah. First one and two, verse one, two, three, four. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's it, because at the end of the day, when you don't do head to head, when you don't do standings, nothing is going to work out. The only like, thing you might yeah. get a little lucky. You'll get okay. And then you can argue, well, there's a lot of teams that look better than Clemson. 
You could argue that, mm-hmm. not last year, but this year, Clemson, I'm like, ah. and And personal side note, I'm really pissed that Louisville dropped so I many know, spots in the I rankings. Know. Even though the week that three, four, and five lost, they all lost, and they all only like moved maybe one space or not even. The fact that Louisville also lost to an unranked team, and they, they moved down the ranking six spaces, but the week before, the team from the top didn't even move. Like there were teams I felt could have could have jumped Michigan yeah. and Ohio. They lost to unranked Pittsburgh and unranked Iowa. Michigan lost to unranked Iowa this late in the season. You're still in the top four. Don't yeah. Let, here's a question. <laughs> if everyone could see Eric's face watch, right now, it is. Let's just, say let's say Michigan beats Iowa and then still loses to Ohio State. Are the, they still in the playoffs? If Michigan loses to Iowa, which they should not. I mean, if Michigan beats Iowa, should they should have won. They are in the playoff picture, easy hands down. Easy hands down. I'm just saying, if I was a Penn State football player, <laughs> you're like Penn State, I would be irate. Like you, like literally foaming at the mouth. But you have two losses. Yeah, I know. But I don't. I'm like, I am a conference champion. So that means, honestly, at the end of the day, and I think this is what they're going to get flack for. You go like strength of schedule, eye test, or you're like conference champion. And I think does then you have to argue what does conference champion mean? Well, what does conference champion? You know mean? what? Let's look at the SEC for example. Let's say like Nick Saban spoke yesterday and he said, "What if we go out there and drop a fart bomb and just." have the worst game ever and lose to Florida. Let's say Florida, by some stroke of the devil, beat Alabama. By, uh, you mean a stroke of wonderfulness because I can't stand Alabama. The I devil. don't like Nick Saban. The devil sitting to my left. <laughs> <laughs> Florida beats Bama. They will be a conference champion and they would have no argument ranked at 12 right now to say we're a conference champion. We deserve to be in the picture too. So although I think that Penn State is a better team than a Michigan and maybe even a better team than Ohio State and they will win their conference, you have a Florida who could also win their conference and they definitely don't deserve. So No, I'm so, talking about conference champion that is in the mix for th- two, three, four. I'm not talking about like a 12th Well, rank. Penn State's seven. That's not too far from 12. Yeah. 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 There's seven. Yeah. So Penn State, I I just feel like Penn State's doesn't matter. Y'all are done. If you're listening to this, Penn State. I just, I feel like they're, they're, they're just done. Like people are just set on putting Ohio State in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And could it be a scenario where you go, uh, let's say Penn State knocks the crap out of Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. gets it, gets a conference championship. Uh, Clemson struggles, which they could very well struggle. Washington loses. I mean, you know, that's all fun. That's fun to think about. You could have a Penn State, Ohio State, Alabama, and then pick your poison for three or four. Could be that could be. I mean, it could happen. If Washington, Washington could lose to Colorado. That would be amazing. I don't. I don't see the other scenarios happening. But I. I well, first of all, Wisconsin could be Penn State. Uh, but true. I. I do think the wild card game in all of that is. If if what I want to happen is I want Penn State to win just to put a juggernaut in things, mm-hmm. and I want Colorado to beat Washington to put another juggernaut and see everybody's heads explode on Monday. I would love that, actually, kind so of. So if that but, happens, who's your top four? Yeah. The New York Giants. Right. The Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> yes. And if that happens. Dallas Cowboys, don't forget. Oh, I'm, on, a, I'm a Dak rider. I coined that phrase. A He's Dak saving my rider? fantasy season. Dak rider. We'll, we'll get to that okay. shortly. Uh but let me just say, <laughs> and I'm jumping right back into NCAA. If I have to come up, if I have to, if I have to see Donald Trump as my president and the Cowboys play the Patriots in the Super Bowl, 
I I I might do drugs. I might get I might get hooked on the sauce, because that is that is literally Aaron Foley's worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. Worst, just throw my cat in, just kill my cat, just oh for eight. Yeah. Like uh, in that scenario, I root for the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, we'll get back to that. Yeah. We'll get back to Brian. Okay. Um, all right. So if that if that if all hell breaks loose, if all hell breaks loose, does Michigan even play this weekend? Do they have a game? They're done. No, they're, they're done. done. They're, they, they, yeah, they don't make the nobody conference. else in the Big Ten plays this weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, then I guess you you keep Ohio State in there. You keep Alabama in there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what Alabama does. does. They're, they're still going to be number one because they deserve to be number one. Yeah. Uh, you throw. Ohio, I, I don't know what the, the numbering. You put Ohio State in. Um, I don't feel like you put Washington in. I don't feel like if they have two losses and they don't get that conference championship, I don't think they deserve the top four. Uh, they don't I, have two losses right now, though, if, right? But if, if they, they lose, lose Colorado, yeah, if they lose, you don't put. Yeah, it. I think if Clemson wins, you put Clemson is, and then I think you have to put in a Wisconsin or a Penn State. So if Clemson loses and wa- so if basically if three and four lose, you're saying that Penn State could jump, could jump to mm-hmm. three or four. They have to win. Okay, that. yeah, I think I think you could have a scenario, uh, you know, where Penn State and Ohio State get in. Okay. It's just going to be really interesting. I just want to be a fly on the room to see, you know. The old geezers, if they're if if the I the I want to I want to see like a uh, two old men scream at each other about conference championship and eye test, and then they both have heart attacks. But they'll fa- they're fine, right? Like, they don't die. Okay, Breton, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Who do you want? Who who do you want to win the whole thing? Like, I who- mean, I don't think it matters who wins the whole thing. I'm always partial to the Big Ten. Yeah. So. I hope someone from the Big Ten wins, but Alabama's going to beat everybody. It's, They're it's, just far and away better. It's not even like it's like it's it's literally like they'll. It's the like other taking team a pro like, team and putting yeah. them in college. Yeah, football. they it's, could totally beat the Browns. It's <laughs> the Giants barely beat the Browns, but uh, yeah, it's a battle for not getting fourth. Yeah, right, really? right, really. Um, all right. So, and what's your? I didn't say. I didn't ask you that. What's your dream sequence for uh, the NCAA? For the whole, oh, my dream sequence for the NCAA playoff is that Nick Saban, at the end of his gazillionth championship game, win, says to everyone, "Donald Trump is not the president." <laughs> okay. Good night. Um, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to go back because two weeks ago I went on a uh, a tirade against Nick Saban uh, when he uh, didn't vote. And uh, do you believe? Do you really believe he didn't vote? Though? Yeah, I, don't, I do. Because anyone that comes out and is that arrogant and coaches eighteen to twenty two year old players and is treated like a god and has that much influence and literally says, "I didn't vote. I didn't know it was happening." So I, I can't repeat. I I was so angry. So angry. I'm already not even remotely a fan of his. And then after that, I was like, you're dead to me. Aaron. You're dead to me. See, I think that that was his political ploy to get reporters to not pry into his personal... All you have to say is this. What? I totally understand that. Okay. And I I think people should not have to answer those questions if they don't want to. And all you have to say is it was uh, a very uh, important election and um, uh, uh, I voted because it's important to vote and I'm not discussing it any further. That's all you have to say. But to say you did not vote, you did not vote. 46% of this country does not Mm. vote. It it is disgusting. People die to vote. Yeah. And Nick Saban, number one, all the influence, all the power, and you say you don't vote. 
Forget it. I'm done. I'm done. I was also done with Kaepernick. I'm done with Kaepernick. Uh, oh, now I, see. I, I support him. I support Kaepernick in that cause a hundred percent. Then he comes out and he says, "I don't vote." Okay. Well then, Aaron, how can change happen? Okay, listen. Okay, listen. No, I, I'm a voter. Like my, I've always told people, my parents are. You old. have to be a voter. I, I'm a voter. Like I'm a black woman in America. Like I'm a minority. I feel like all minorities, if no one else, should definitely vote. Whatever. Colin Kaepernick, I think, is ignorant for not voting. But you sound like my mom. My mom said the same thing. She's like, well, I don't care about his little national anthem protest now. But I feel that that's throwing the baby out with the bathwater. He made a hugely ignorant, dumb mistake to not vote. Very bad choice. But that, does, does, that doesn't mean that his effort in kneeling for the national anthem and bringing awareness to a cause that is very important to, to our society, that doesn't mean that that's not important. Well, it? I didn't say that. Okay, but I didn't you said say you're that. done with him. I said I'm done with him. I'm done with him in a way, in that way. Okay. Because I support him from, from the, I, I thought he was just, uh, people's reactions were so... They made me so angry. Mike Dicka's reaction to Kaepernick. Oh, yes. The ignorance on the other side. It does not mean if you're kneeling for the national anthem that you do not support America and you do not support the troops. People, their reactions to Kaepernick made me volatile. And I became, I was already a Kaepernick fan and I thought, good for him. And I will support him in that, in, in, in that cause of just opening up a dialogue mm-hmm. because I also, you know, I can't imagine what it's like to be a black man in this country and I can't imagine what it's like to be a cop. I support both sides. Right, right. And it's just an unruly use of power on the cop side and then, uh, you know, unfortunate also people on the other side making bad decisions. Okay. But overall, the Black Lives Matter movement I'm 180 percent behind, mm-hmm. and the fact that he start, you know, he brought awareness. I, I, I couldn't be more supportive. But when he comes out and says, "I didn't vote," I didn't vote. It, it broke, it broke my heart because again, now he's this poster child. Now he's the face of the movement, not mm-hmm. the whole movement, but, but no, uh, but, I mean, but in yeah. athletics, yeah. And we're all so supportive. And then he's like, "Yeah, I, I would be." He used such an, I, I would be. Um, it would be uh, what's that word? Uh, hypocritical. Hypocritical mm-hmm. of me. Uh, is that the word? Hypocritical. Yeah. When you're or, or, to to vote because like the system's broken. Yeah. And I just thought, God, you had such an opportunity because, and that's why I said I'm like I'm. You know, I'm not done with the cause, but I'm done with him being, I guess, the spokesman. The spokesperson. Because okay. it just it just was like. You have to, you're in teachable roles and the apathy in this country. I would rather sit down with someone that voted for Trump than sit down with someone that didn't vote. Because it, it, see, I think it's the same. I think both, I think people who voted for Trump are as dangerous as people who didn't vote. I mean, I do because, listen, I'm a voter. I, I, I vote for everything. I vote for fucking the superintendent shit. I don't know who you are. I'll vote for your ass. Yeah. But, but I think people like Kaepernick, who don't vote. I know a lot of people, Aaron, I hate to say it, I know a lot of people who told me they didn't vote, but they say they didn't vote because they felt that neither candidate, you've heard this conversation, you've heard this argument, neither candidate represented their ideals, and Colin Kaepernick feels that Hillary Clinton, especially going back to the 90s and the Clintons and the super predator laws that put a lot of black men in prison for three strikes for minor, minor drug offenses, like those super predator laws in the early 90s crippled the black community. And so Colin Kaepernick as a black man feels that how can I vote for a Clinton 
whose policies just 25 years ago put uh, uh, took fathers out of black homes, took, you know, daddies away from their boys, took sons away from their their mothers. Again, I'm not supporting Kaepernick, but I think when you actually look at a person who like him, who's thought thought it through and has an actual reason and can go back to policies that have hurt the black community, I think it's worth hearing. I I agree, but here's here's the counter argument to that statement. Okay. People are people are they they wake up and they're naive and they go, I didn't like either candidate. Okay, (laughs) that sentence makes me volatile because Mm -hmm. when do you spring out of bed for a candidate? You're lucky in your lifetime if you can get if you can get behind. It's politics. Politics are ugly. Mm -hmm. You have to. And then, in my opinion, if I'm Callan Kaepernick, and that is a a very good argument Mm -hmm. against against Clinton. Now, I think they've also they've evolved past that. They've evolved past a lot more for the black community. But that's obviously outrageous. Is you go, okay? who's worse? Who's worse? And I'm I'm saying who's worse? Who is worse? Donald Trump's policies towards the black community or Hillary Clinton's towards the black community. Yeah. There is no choice. There's no choice. I agree. So I, I think all these 46%, I didn't like either candidate. <laughs> oh, well, then move out of America. Because Susan B. Anthony, slate, like, I just, I, I just get so crazy because it's not like, I said this one during in my stand-up, I didn't spring out of bed for Hillary Clinton. Me either. But... I, I appreciated her, her service. I appreciated her health care. I appreciated her, the, the, the kids' policy. Like, I appreciated a lot of what she did, and I didn't like a lot of what she did. I didn't like those pants suits. I'm sorry. Uh, Donald Trump? And then all of us. Like, Donald say. Trump? Okay. <laughs> and, and the reason why I say I sit down with a Donald Trump supporter versus someone that didn't vote is because a lot of people voted for Donald Trump that simply thought, God, I can't stand him, but I think I think it's a better route for me to get a job. I think it's a better, and, they, and, and listen, I'm not, they aren't, and so I don't I don't think every Donald Trump fan is a, a racist and a pig and a horrible human. I never thought that. But I, I do think at the end of the day, when you don't vote, mm-hmm. then any time when you start to complain, mm. you should be wearing a bracelet that tasers you <laughs> and you need to shut the fuck up because you did absolutely nothing to deserve an opinion. And I, I it, it drives me literally my blood is boiling. It drives Aaron, me it drives me insane. Uh, it drives me insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I'm sorry, it's politics. Every four years, you're not like, this is amazing. Except for Obama. That was amazing. That was the, that was probably in my voting life, the only time where I literally was like, like sobbing in happiness. Starstruck and just heat. Um, You know, and, and, and I don't know if I'll ever get that again. No. But I was very lucky to have that. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So it's it, it to me, whatever issue that you feel passionate about, uh, if you don't like either candidate, you pick the lesser of evils. And if you, you don't like either presidential evils. candidate, I always try to say, I mean, I doubled in political science. That was one of my majors. And I always say, make sure you if you don't want to vote for Trump or Hillary or local issues, there are so many propositions and measures on the down oh ballot that God. are as important. Like actually local issues oftentimes affect us more than yes. the national and the federal oh my issues. God. So always guys, if you, you don't want to always vote, just go vote down ballot issues, propositions, local measures. Congressmen, they have the ear of like what you need in your yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. It just, it just, I don't think 
there seems to be like this, just this app. Like, when did this happen? What parents are, are not instilling this in the children? What teachers are not instilling? And that's why I hold, you know, Kaepernick and, and Sabin uh, responsible because they have the, the, the influence of sports and the influence of coaches is astronomical. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it, sports are so wonderful and there's so many good athletes and so many do, good coaches doing so many wonderful things male and female, across the board, um, and to, 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 to just say, I don't want to talk about it. Voting's important. I don't want to talk about it. That's all you have to say. And I, I completely understand. I don't need to know who Nick Saban is voting for. I could give a shit. In fact, if I knew what most of these athletes that I tear up about, well, yeah. I'd probably hate them all. No, probably not. <laughs> well, I'd probably disagree with about 80% because a lot of them, I, I mean, I hate to say it, but it, it goes back to a lot of religion and a lot of religion goes right to anti-gay. And oh, I know I'm stereotyping, point. but David Tyree is the biggest example. The helmet catch over the Patriots, mm-hmm. crying, one of my favorite players on the Giants, and he comes out right after and is so anti-gay and says, gays are despicable, gay marriage is an abomination. And you're like, but and, you and, just and it does come back Super to religion. Yeah. For me. You just, but I love you. You're David Tyree. You caught it on your helmet. You know what I yeah. mean? So I just think at the end of the day, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta vote you in gotta it. Vote. And if you have a, if you're a, a coach, 18 to 22, that's, you know, just say you vote. You vote. Just say you vote. And then you don't have to talk about it in the locker room if you don't want to. Just say vote. Anyway, sorry about that tirade. I just get a... Uh, she ain't sorry. She I ain't going to do that. I get, I, get real, sorry. I get real wound up. Uh, and what winds me down and brings me to my happy place uh, what? is more football. <laughs> more football. NFL, Dak, can we please talk about being... Listen, I coined the He's phrase Dak Ryder. Dak Ryder. Dak Ryder. Wow. Like, I'm going to ride that Dak. <laughs> his entire career. You, you physically want to ride that uh, deck. Ride that deck. He's young, but he, he is a toddler. But he is dollar. feel good. Feel, he's feel good. It, he's, I hate to. I hate to admit it, but he rider. is. He is feel good. He's feel good. And he's an SEC quarterback. Oh, and that's so right. Everything always comes for me back down to the. Did SEC. you watch him play at Mississippi State? I did. I did. And so he's one of those players who, again, I think he played at Mississippi State for three years, maybe four. I need for Carol to fact check that. Carol, get your shit together. I don't care if you're wearing an iPad. Carol, check that shit. Oh, Carol, one of these days. <laughs> but he holds every passing record at Mississippi State. And so even before the season started, even before he became an NFL fourth-round draft pick, I've always spoken very highly of him because I watched him play at Bottom Theater, Mississippi State, making all those phenomenal passes on a team that no one else was watching except for fanatical SEC people. <laughs> and I'm like, he is poised. He is talented. He's big. He's strong. He has an arm. And again, he holds every passing record at the school. Yeah. And so there's just something about Dak that if you've been watching his collegiate career, you knew he had a special something. I know. Is this special? Yeah. <laughs> I know that. But <laughs> I looked I looked up and it was, I, I have to go back to that website, but it was something like seven quarterbacks in front of him? At least six. At least six At least were six. taken in front of him. Oh. And it's going to be one of those things if he continues. Like a which, Tom Brady. Uh, that will be uh, spoken about, you know. I, I also, every year I go, uh, Cleveland Browns, uh, Carson Wentz, whatever. Uh, it, it's unbelievable how Cleveland has drafted so poorly. But 
They have a lot more draft picks. And I tell you, after watching that Giants-Cleveland game, I was like, there's a lot of bright spots for Cleveland. It really is. They are, they are, they are close to turning it. But the biggest thing about the Giants-Cleveland game is Eli Manning, who everyone just likes to throw under the curb, uh, has not missed a game in... Like- 14 years? 13, 14 years? 13 or 4, yeah. And Cleveland has had something like 17 quarterbacks since Eli Manning has started. It's ridiculous. And that's why I defend Manning to my grave. Uh, because you have to have that consistency. You have, I mean, that the, the, the teams that win have quarterback consistency. And so, listen, I'm not a, a Dallas fan, obviously, but... Um, th- if I'm a Cowboys fan, I am. I can't stop smiling. I mean, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, I can't stand him. Uh, what? Just, Wait a second. Because the, the no, because domestic the abuse. No, the domestic oh. abuse. I, well, well, then you can't stand anybody in the NFL. Then. Uh, I just, I don't like. He's a great runner. <laughs> I just, you're immediately off my list. Okay. You're off my list. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a DUI, Dak Prescott. I'll give you the DUI. I'll give you drugs. drugs. I'll give you PDs. I'll do. I'll. I'll give you it. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give you your one time. Redeem yourself. I won't. I won't do it with domestic violence. Um, but Dak Prescott, fun to watch. Fun I, to I, watch. I mean, I, he's fun to watch. I watched the Cowboys Redskin game. Of course, I should be cheering for the Redskin game. It's Thanksgiving, right, right? And I found myself just watching Prescott. But more important than fun to watch, Dak is impressive. Like, not even just for a rookie, for a quarterback period playing on America's team with all the pressure. Okay, I just throw up in my mouth. Do not say America's team. team. On America's team. Are you a Cowboys (laughs) fan? I'm not a Cowboys fan. So you're just doing this to get me angry. I am. So for him to be playing on (laughs) America. I swear to God, you are in thin ice, as my mother says. You are on Mary Foley Thin Ice. They are not America's team. Sorry. Oh, my God. Can we put the air conditioning on? I am burning. Between voting and America's team, I'm about to barf. He has the entire pressure of Jerry's world on his shoulders. Yeah. And one of my friends made a good point. They were like, Tony Romo's concession speech was really beautiful, but that had to be the hardest thing for a white man to do for to a black man <laughs> in America right now. And concede your starting job to this little black boy. <laughs> and I can say boy because I'm black, but you can't say boy. I, <laughs> I, I, feel, I felt terrible for Romo. Ooh. But I mean, it happens. It's sports. He's been in the league for a very long time. You, and I thought Jerry Jones is... is He's gonna screw it up. He's gonna screw it up, and 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 you know Jerry Jones is sitting there like, I just want to put Roma back in. I just want to put Roma back in, but I can't. I can't because we're winning. But he will. Do I do I believe after all of this that the Cowboys will find a way to screw up? No, they won't. See, you're they hard, might. You're a diehard yes. Giants fan, and I'm completely neutral and objective. I don't have an NFL team, so I can speak about this with yeah. no emotions attached to it. I really think that this is. Serendipitous for the Cowboys. This is their year. This no. is. I'm sorry. No. Listen, listen. I, they're I they're like going to be in Manning. it. They're going to be in it. Britain is saying no. Give, give Dak a year or two. Yeah. He needs some experience. He's never been in the playoffs before. He's never. Play, he's never been I in the NFL. I, he's more, he's all won ten straight games. It's going to be one of these things where if they go, if they, let's say they go through the NFC playoffs and they get into the Super Bowl, I'll be. I'm not going to be shocked, but I I will be surprised. But I'm not going to be shocked given all the tools around him and how well he's played. That O line, that O line is insane. Jinx. So <laughs> so I do think it's not going to be shocking. 
I will be surprised just because of the track record of Dallas, which you can't argue. But then again, they didn't have, you know, they had some, Romo would find a way to screw it up, even though I liked Romo. Jerry Jones would find a way to screw it up, and I can't stand him. So if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm still five games out going, it all looks good. But you, but the thing is, even if it's not their year, I mean, look what, I mean, it's got it's going to be one of these. When I say that they're it's their so year, good. I don't particularly mean that they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I do think they're going to they're going to they're they're going to make a deep playoff run. And wor- let's say worst case scenario or kind of worst case scenario, Dak gets hurt or is underperforming. You have another playoff quarterback as your Oh yeah, of course. As your no, backup quarterback yeah, and yeah. O-line to die for yeah. and a running back who, you know, barely gets touched, who's breaking all kinds of rookie season records. So, yeah. I think they're set up for success. No, they are, and they are ten and one or eleven and one. So they're already extremely successful. Uh, I do think that all these. I uh, listened to a lot of uh, talk radio the last couple of days and Sports Center, all this stuff, and um, I I feel like I don't know why people. I guess they don't want to like just come out and like make declarations and stuff like that. But you know, I, I'm and I'm talking to friends and I'm talking to you. We're we're talking about like you know. Uh, I watched the five games, or five or six games I watched, at least parts of, were, were Jets, Pats, uh, Giants, Browns, Broncos, mm-hmm. Chiefs, uh, Raiders, Carolina, and then Pack Eagles. That was a good game. Derek Carr is, ugh. Derek Carr is so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I am full on, and I said this to Trisha a couple weeks ago, going, like, something's wrong with me. Like, I'm cheering for the Raiders. Like, I'm, I'm seeking out Raiders games to watch. I can't stand the Raiders. They're way better than watching the Rams' horrible ass games. Oh, the Rams are terrible. I was going to be a and Rams fan. And by the way, at, put a pin in that one. Rams, could they be more unlikable? And now they're trash talking Eric Dickerson. <laughs> the only good thing that ever came out of the Rams. What the hell is Jeff Fisher? Problem? I am sorry, but Jeff Fisher and Greg Williams are like evil one and evil two. I cannot. Ugh. They're they're. Ugh, whatever. I'm. I. I just. I never liked them. I think the Rams could get feel good if they got rid of all of that. Everybody. Everybody. And you know, I. I think they've got a lot of good potential. But I think Fisher and Greg Williams are just like Darth Vader one and Darth Vader we two. We gotta go. Um, but of all these games, right? Okay. Uh, you know, and and let's say you do top. You know, you put top five together, right? You put like let's say, and you can argue any of this, like you know, Seahawks, Cowboys, uh, Patriots. Patriots. Uh, you can put Raiders, Raiders in there. Uh, Giants are on a little. Uh, yeah, no, you, you know, know you don't want to be a homer. Top ten at best okay. with a, with like anything. You know what I mean? Then you've got some outside. You know, you're like oh Denver and Kansas City in the mix. Okay, but the whole time we're discussing this. I'm sitting here thinking, uh, who's, who's going to be the Patriots? Who's going to be the Patriots? Who, who is going to be the Patriots? I don't see any of these teams beating the Patriots. The Raiders. I don't know. I just threw I that just, out there. I, I, I would love... Do the Raiders play the Patriots by the end of the season? I don't know. Probably but, not. But like they'll definitely dream. play them in, pay, in playoffs. And Those are all going to be good games. I just... When to have Brady and then to have all those weapons around him, and you know the entire offense could literally, um, uh, you know, all break their legs. Belichick could run in the practice squad, he and will, they could still, and still win. win the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I always, always say that Belichick and Popovich are so identical in their coaching styles. Yeah, they they know 
that you don't have to be a superstar to win. It's about being pragmatic. It's about, you know, knowing the playbook. It's about using each player's talent to the best of his ability, not exploiting a top round draft pick until his knees are burnt out. Yeah. And that's what makes phenomenal coaches. Yeah. Phenomenal coaches. Well, he probably, listen, we could go out there and run some routes and catch some balls. Also, and at some other time, because we got to wind down here, uh, pull the article up about uh, Greg Popovich and voting. Anyway. Oh, I saw it. Listen, uh, Popovich I, is I on love, it now. Yeah, love him. I love him too. And Mark Cuban. Uh, and Doc and Rivers. Cuban. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, let's do this. Let's do. Um, I just think in all these discussions, I always want to scream out the TV. No one's beating Alabama. No one's beating New England. I just, I feel like it's those teams and then everyone else battling. Now, listen, the beauty of sport any given day. Yeah. Any given day. Any given day, someone could rise up. And beat these beat these teams. I just, you know, Seattle loses fourteen to five versus to Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. That was awful. Uh, the Raiders look so solid. Carolina comes back. Denver. Oh, you think that defense? They kick a sixty-two that went that, left. Now that was ridiculous. And then everyone's like, "Oh, the Chiefs could do it." And you're like, "The Chiefs will find a way to lose. They will find a way to lose." The only honest, honest to God, sometimes I feel like, should I just? Should I just take an evil empire pill and cheer for the Patriots and no, Alabama? Absolutely. And the Red Sox. Oh. I'm kidding. You just said a lot of those curse are, words. Those are all the teams I hate. Those are all curse words. Um, all right, let's do some quick picks. Okay. Uh, and then I want to do a shout out uh, uh, to soccer, um, uh, women's oh, yeah. uh, collegiate soccer. Uh, not the bad story. We'll, oh. we'll get there at some point. Uh, women's collegiate uh, soccer playoffs top four um, finals this weekend. Which is going to be super fun because I always say like you're you're always starved for women's sports, so you have to look collegiately. And collegiate soccer's wrapping up this weekend, and then of course lady hoops. I'm obsessed with women's college basketball, uh, but it gets a little thin, and then football takes over. Um, so uh, we'll talk about uh, who's playing after picks, and then uh, feel good moment of the week. Uh, what is this? What are we in now? NFL Week Twelve. Uh, I'm seven, Twelve. Seven, yes, yeah, right. Twelve going into thirteen. Oh my lord. Is it going into thirteen? I thought we were going to 13. Oh, my God. Now we're going into 13. Yeah. Because my fantasy football team is 7-5. and That's how I did the math and figured it out. Oh, Thursday night football. Cowboys-Vikings. Ooh. Are we just picking? We're just picking. We're doing rapid picking. Cowboys. Cowboys. Lions-Saints. Lions. Going with the, I'm going with the Saints. Mm -hmm. Uh, Broncos-Jags. Broncos. Broncos-Texans-Packers. Packers. I'm saying Pack is back. Bad. They looked good against Philly. That was, don't, They're so... Fool's gold. Who knows? Fool's gold. Texans are so underachieving. Mm. Well, they don't have JJ. My sweet, sweet, sweet JJ. Dolphins, Ravens. Dolphins. Dolphins. Bills, Raiders. Raiders! Sorry, sorry Ren- Raider. Raider Nation! <laughs> uh, Rams, Patriots. Oh, my oh, God. That's going to take a while to Go think ahead. about. Yep. Uh, Pats, 49ers, Bears. 49ers. 49ers are a little bit better. Uh, Chiefs, Falcons. Chiefs. I'm going to go Falcons just because they're at home, but if they were in Kansas City, I think I'd pick the Chiefs, but that could go either way. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's going to be a big game for both teams. Uh, Eagles, Bengals. Mm. I have no confidence in either team. Me either. Tie. Tie ball game. Tie ball game. We're calling it both ties. (laughs) Bengals win in the sixth quarter. Right. Uh, Bucks Chargers. Oh, now that's also a tie ball game. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. 
Uh, they are on a roll. I guess I'll play. I guess I'll go with the Bucks. Redskins, Cardinals. Redskins. I think the Redskins. Redskins. The Redskins are a good team. They are. It's kind of scary, too. I'm sorry. Uh, Giants, Steelers. Giants. I'm staring right at you. Make the right pick. Listen, I'm saying... I'm going to go with Steelers. I'm just kidding. I'm going to say Giants just because I bet someone, one of my friends, that the Broncos would be uh, The Giants are going into Pittsburgh. <laughs> Uh, I am going to obviously, you're fired from the show. Uh, Giants. Uh, pick the Giants, and we'll probably lose by 17. Uh, Panthers, Seahawks. That's going to be the game at Seattle. Seahawks. I'm going to go Seahawks. Seattle. Right in the ship. And uh, a Monday night football extravaganza. Hold on to your hats. Colts, Jets. That's the worst game ever. Can we like? Can we make a motion for them to reschedule the games once they <laughs> once they realize the teams are going to suck? I mean, it's ridiculous. Gi- Giants Steelers should play Monday night, and Colts Jets should play one o'clock on Sunday. Or never. Um, or never. Colts. Uh, I'll go with. I'll go with. Jets. It doesn't matter. Uh, women's soccer. Two. Uh, we've got down to four. Uh, and the sweet thing is. They moved uh, the women's collegiate uh, soccer championships from out of North Carolina because of the LGBT Good. gross law Good. Uh, to San Jose. So if you're in San Jose, San Francisco, Bay Area, uh, go see these teams play. It's NCAA College Cup. It is uh, the level of plays is absolutely fantastic. It's Georgetown, uh, North Carolina, perennial winner, mm-hmm. uh, USC, a little bit of a surprise. Uh, and West Virginia. Oh, nice. So Georgetown plays North Carolina, USC, West Virginia. Uh, and I'll, I'll post that article because uh, ESPNW, my favorite website, uh, breaks it all down. But that's going to be uh, really, really fun to watch. North Carolina always. They're just always in it. And Santa Clara just got upset. They're always in it. But Are uh, you always into women's soccer? Obsessed. I just went to uh, oh. uh, the women's uh, uh um, national team play Romania at the Home Depot Center oh, two weeks ago. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I didn't know Romania had a had a soccer team. Uh, it was filled with ice skaters. That's my perennial joke this week. Um, <laughs> every time, every time, yeah, every time. Uh, my I like to embarrass my sister in public. So every time uh, the ball got passed from one Romanian play to another, I go Oksana Bayou with the pass, <laughs> and she was like, "Please stop, Aaron. Please stop." But I can't. I can't stop. Okay. Uh, all right, a couple other things. Uh, quick opinion: Cespit is one ten million. What does he have on the Mets? Is what Ooh. I want to know. They signed him to a three-year deal. He opts out. They signed him to a four-year, one hundred million dollar deal. And he what? gets to keep his gold chains. And yeah, full no. And trade you can clause. and you can uh, uh, no jewelry and no trade clause. Oh, <sighs> un. Listen, I'm a Mets fan. Oh, yeah. He's good. Uh, they need him. But, they need man. him desperately. Wow. But 110. <laughs> that mean, is. Well, th- I think they also think like the rotation is so solid. They're not going to be, you know what I mean? The position players pretty much locked in. That's the big money. Jay Bruce, I think he's probably on the move. I don't yeah, think they're going to get both of them. Uh, but so I'm happy for Mets fans. I just think uh, that is a it's an exorbitant amount of yeah. That is steep. Uh, it's not even the price tag for me. It's just he opts out. Yeah, no, he did to opt get out a better to get a better deal. deal. Yeah, and you give it to him. Ugh. Sometimes I opt out of my stand-up shows and they don't call back. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> they throw money at me. They're like, Aaron, no, serious, we'll pay you in quarters. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'll go back. Uh, Manziel over the weekend punched a bartender and broke his nose, ran out the back door. Uh, why the back door? 
He's such an asshole. It's unbelievable. He, he wasn't wearing his wig. I so cheered for him. I was a fan. Were you? What a do- oh, well, no, until it all went to shit. I mean, at Texas A&M, I thought he was fun to watch. Get the hell I, out of this here. This was before everything but he, unfolded. But he was a douchebag when he was at Texas A&M. I just thought he was fun to watch, and I thought, well, I was cheering for the kid, and then I knew it. Then it all unfolded, and I was like, oh. And then Cleveland, oh, God, just terrible. Uh, Tiger Woods uh, is 40. Did we ever think we had this day where Tiger Woods is a 40 to 1? That's the odds. He's coming back in his first pro tournament in a very long time. His back is tuck taped up. Uh, Peyton Manning. 40 to 1. What a fall. I think he's the, I think he, honest to God, in all of sports, in the history of sports, he is the biggest fall from grace. I wonder if his back issues, because he tells us that his back issues stem from what? What does he say they stand Not from? fucking prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> he you claims he would have a solid back if he <laughs> if he kept boning uh, every uh, check out there. Well, I was going to say in that same vein, I wonder if the night that Aline went crazy, I wonder if she hit him in the back with one of those golf clubs. Well, he deserved every second of it. Listen, listen. It's just, he's the great. He was like the, like... Yeah. I started watching golf because of him. I didn't take it that far. I but. was so, so, I mean, Lance Armstrong was one thing. But Tiger Woods, like, and the Blade Runner, that was a fucking terrible one. Oh, yeah. I mean, how do you not cheer for a guy with two fake legs? And then he shoots his girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. But Shoot. Tiger Woods, Kills. Tiger Woods, I mean, I just, and now, you know when you're like, Somewhat, you you get behind someone and they win so much where you're like, okay, enough already, just someone else win. But then the fall from grace happens and all the back and all this stuff. And now you're like, you want him to sort of win again, even though he was like a total pig. But now I kind of want to see him see what he can do. I don't think I'll ever do anything after. Yeah, I'm indifferent. I'm careless. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my eye on it because I do have a sports problem. Also, the men's national uh, men's soccer league, Toronto plays Seattle in the finals. Uh, uh, Clem Dempsey is my, is my sweet boy and I'll be rooting for Seattle uh, that's going to be really fun if you like soccer and you're not like you know crazy football fanatic okay, I gotta be other completely options. honest like I'll, you cannot pay me to watch a soccer game all the way through a soccer match all the way through no couldn't pay me I mean you could pay me but it would cost like at least ten thousand dollars eighty six ninety five eighty <laughs> plus a another pack ten thousand and a uh, <laughs> bottle of bourbon bottle of whiskey now bottle I'm, whiskey. I'm a Jameson girl I might, nice. I might did I call that I'm a what? Jameson girl wait so is whiskey bourbon I always get confused or is I, that two different things I think it's different so I, it's different it's but different if All you're right. at a bar depending on who your bartender is they'll tell you it's the same so next podcast you do I'll uh, we'll get some Jameson in here oh let me tell you uh, and then I'll throw up all over myself. Uh, here, Aaron, I pulled this, uh, not specifically for you, but half for you, half for me, uh, feel good moment of the week. Um, I gave it, uh, to a baseball player. Mm. Oh, let's see. Well, let's see. 30. I'll give you 30 seconds on the clock. Yes. Yes. Feel good moment of the week. This is kind of an overall thing, but he specifically, I'll give you one clue, handed out turkeys, uh, to homeless people, uh, Maybe not to homeless, but need-based families. This should... I'll give you one more clue. In Queens, New York. This guy's super feel-good. Like his whole baseball career. He's still playing. Mm-hmm. He's got a kid's organization. He's mm-hmm. just did $5 million to his school's alma mater. Turkeys in Queens. Queens is a huge He doesn't clue. know, Aaron. He doesn't like know. I, I ran across this article, and I just I didn't read it. Curtis Granderson. Curtis Granderson. Yeah. yeah okay. Feel yeah. good moment That's of the week. Sweet. This dude, I love him. I, I had I had the 
uh, pleasure of, of watching him in pinstripes for a couple years. Uh, then he went across the river to the Mets. I just love the guy. He is so feel-good, it's unbelievable. Sweet. Last week, giving out turkeys to, and Mets tickets in Queens. They did this great article, which I'll post on the Sports Without Balls Facebook page, uh, a New York Times article about his, uh, he has a, a foundation called Grand Kids, and he's uh, raising all this money uh, for, for kids in need. $5 million to University of uh, Illinois at uh, Chicago for the baseball stadium that little leaguers will also be able to use. Him, him handing out turkeys. I mean, just the sweetest thing. Is, um, that, is that really that sweet, though? Uh, it's so sweet. Everybody does it, though. Um, not everybody <laughs> does it, but he did it. Okay. And he's so humble, and he doesn't even like talk about any of this, but he's always there. He's always doing something. Uh, and, you know, it just, it just, that one, I read the whole article in New York Times and I thought, you know what, why not? That is sweet though. Also, I knew it was going to be football Harry, uh, a heavy podcast and I wanted to give Aaron um, uh, at least two baseball stories to keep him awake. They're, the they're both Mets. I know, but Ugh. still. Aaron, who's your baseball team? The Cardinals, St. The Louis. Cards. The Cards. It was feel good. It was feel good. It yeah, was yeah. feel good. He's great. Uh, I just, you know, that smile, that smile. Uh, uh, Sports Without Balls, we've got a, a Facebook page. Uh, you can email me, Sports Without Balls Show at Gmail. Uh, you can find me at uh, Aaron Foley Comic on Twitter or SWB Pod at Twitter, even though I use my own uh, Twitter more. Uh, go on iTunes, you uh, leave a five-star review, and mm-hmm. I will uh, read it. And next week, for basketball fans, next Wednesday, I'm already giddy about it, Alonzo Bowden, one of my all-time favorite stand-up comics, is coming on to the podcast to talk. Uh, he's an insane Clippers fan. Huge sports fan. I'm an insane Clippers nice. fan. And, so, and I haven't done NBA yet. Uh, so NBA, obviously, well underway. And we'll be talking about NCAA basketball. And uh, so NBA, maybe have Courtney Cronin, uh, super fan uh, of basketball, Colin. So basketball fans, uh, we've got a, a fun basketball episode uh, coming up. And then we got Trish back and all, uh, all good things leading up to the big one, episode 150, mm. a milestone, a milestone. Uh, Erica, you're a delight. Listen, I like to be delightful for you. <laughs> <laughs> I just love a lady that can get down and dirty with football. Listen, <laughs> my heart is heavy because my dogs are in rebuilding gear. Rebuilding, rebuilding. But it's not about my dogs. It's about Bama taking it all home. Are you, so you're going to do SEC, you're all in with Bama? Uh, hell yeah. No, but that's not a conflict of in- interest? Yeah, yeah, it kind of is, but you have to remember, our new head coach is Nick Saban's former defensive coordinator of eight years. Oh. So this is a recruiting ploy for oh, me. Oh, yes, yes. So okay. like it's recruiting, even if Kirby Smart wasn't our new head coach. If Bama is the represents a conference that is the end all be all, then that's your f- your first choice as a player, and then you trickle down to other oh. teams within the region okay. that have comparable programs. Okay, so that's why you always right. cheer for your program. But anyway, thanks for having me. I just assumed it would be the opposite that like that's your rival, and so you'd go elsewhere. But you're you're looking for sloppy seconds. You're looking for yeah. a tight end that couldn't make Bama. Exactly. I'll take. Please, I'll take. It. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, all right. You'll, all right. You'll take Belichick's leftovers. Oh, I sure will. Thank you. Uh, I'll take uh, anyone that can just stand upright and uh, block <laughs> someone for Eli Manning. Anyone. Right. Anyone. My mother, get in there. 
Mary. Block. Mary Foley. Uh, thank you so much. Where can everybody find you? You better find me yes. across all social media platforms at Erica Renee D. That's Erica with a C. And listen, I just bought a keyboard. So find me on my Insta story playing my keyboard slash piano that I'm so fucking in love with. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I, what I, is in, in, in Insta stories on Instagram, right? Yeah. So okay. it's kind of like Snapchat, but yeah. it's your Insta story. And cool. Like, yeah, so I've been a piano player my entire life. Oh, my God. I'm going to I'm gonna look up you playing you the gotta piano. you got to find it. I'm rusty as you fuck. Better, you better do a Georgia Bulldog theme song, uh, please. I, have one, I got one coming for you. All right, good. You. Thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you. Go cards. Let's get a hitter. Yep. Let's get some hitters. Uh, Bretton, thank you for jumping in and uh, giving us your, your football knowledge. I will cheer for the Bills for you this weekend. Uh, I do have a little sweet spot for the Bills. I like that, Taylor. I like that, Taylor. I, and I also wish everyone uh, uh, everyone had a great Thanksgiving and an early happy holidays. Uh, all right, so next week we've got Alonzo Bowden. Uh, we got some basketball. Um, enjoy the college football playoffs. Enjoy uh, NFL. Enjoy women's soccer. Enjoy uh, Tiger Woods uh, swinging with <laughs> duct tape on. Uh, sports with all balls. Fans, friends, family. Have the best week of your life.